Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Hello, humans, and welcome to another great episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host tonight, Joe Catrochi, coming to you from Volusia County, Daytona Beach, Florida, uh, kind of hunkering down during these crazy times our country's seeing. But joining us tonight uh, from the great state of Texas, we have our producer extraordinaire, Mr. Jeff Williams. Flash photography, I wouldn't. That alters the homing signal, and that's not good. And from our... Uh, from my brother from down in uh, South Florida in Broward County of Mr. Mike Fernandez. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. How's everybody doing out there? <laughs> <laughs> and those giggles in the background, you know, if I'm hosting a show, it's either about Run Disney or DVC. And tonight we have our special guests from uh, DVCresellmarket.com. We have Marissa Vallotton and Derek DeBoer. Guys, how are you doing this evening? Hi. I'm good. I'm fantastic. I'm just a little sad that my hey, all you cats and cool kittens. (laughs) He took Uh, your line. I'm crossing it off my list, jerk. I'll have to introduce you earlier next time, Derek. (laughs) I had to stay topical. I had to stay topical. (laughs) Kudos to you. Kudos. So first of all, guys, how is everything in uh, in, in Orange County? I mean, I'm not too far from you guys down I-4 or up I-4. So how's everything down in the uh, Orlando area? Yeah, it's good. I mean, we're staying in. Um, it's kind of crazy. Uh, Derek and I, we live super close, but like when we drive down the streets and everything, it's crazy because obviously Orlando's flooded with tourism. So it's crazy to like drive down the streets and have them be empty. So that's kind of an eerie feeling. Yeah, it's it's very strange. And it's almost kind of funny that you mentioned that because I had to go over to Nick. And of course, Nick is the one who started this fantastic company that we're all blessed to be able to work for. He also lives right down the street. Uh, and my son is 15 and has his learner's permit. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not driving to Nick's. I'm going to put you in the driver's seat and we're going to have you work on this learner's permit because right now it is the best time to drive around these streets of Orlando because there's no cars out there. So yeah, it's very strange and very surreal and very kind of peaceful, but I know we're all going to look back on this time with crazy, crazy memories when it's all back to quote unquote normal as normal as it's going to be. Now, have you guys been on property at all? I know some of the bigger YouTube bloggers and Disney bloggers out there have actually ventured onto property. I even have a few of my moto vloggers that are located in Orlando actually have ridden through Disney property. Uh, Just seeing it, it's almost like there's nobody around. Have you guys actually driven on property at all or... I haven't, so I have not, um, but I know I've seen a lot of videos and I think I've seen some of your videos too where I've seen it and it's just, it's such a strange, surreal sight because we live a little bit farther away. So we live about, you know, 15 to 20 minutes away. So we're kind of farther away from the quote unquote madness, but even when it's nuts, we still feel it out here on a, on a daily basis. So like I mentioned, yeah, it definitely has a different feel, a different vibe, the stores. I mean, everything is just very, very strange, but I'm not sure if Marissa's been out there on property. 
No, I mean, it's usually we can hear the fireworks from our house each night. Oh, it's crazy yeah. not to like hear that yeah. at eight o'clock or nine o'clock. So it's silent at night. My dog is loving it. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, when I worked at Disneyland back in the day, we used to do like when we would um, prepare for the shows, we would do them at like 2 a.m. So I know the feeling of walking through the parks empty, which is crazy. But yeah, I haven't had the chance to get anywhere near the parks since they closed. Now, Mike, what is uh, what's going on down in Broward County than by you? Is it uh, and it's a little more a little hectic down there than it is maybe up by us. But uh, what's what's going on down there? Uh, it's really quiet, eerily quiet. I mean, uh, my brother lives out in North Miami Beach, so obviously you would think there would be a lot of traffic. And uh, he just had a baby, so we're just driving back and forth, and there's no traffic whatsoever. And Miami's known for its awful traffic, so. It's been very quiet and, you know, walking through the neighborhood, uh, everybody's walking. Everybody's walking around. Uh, everybody's trying to get out of their house and exercise as much as possible. So it, it's it's a bittersweet kind of seeing people, you know, because, you know, like there's there's another side to this and everybody's more friendly here now. So everybody's saying hello. And usually Miami, very, very rude people. But. Uh, everybody's saying hello and you know just trying to get to take this one day at a time and then last but certainly not least uh jeff what's going on in the lone star state by you in houston oh yeah maybe uh i'll just like derek i was actually having my daughter she's 16 we were like parking and and driving her all over the neighborhood and doing that kind of crazy stuff so it's it's a beautiful <laughs> thing it's yeah not quite as stressful dri- <laughs> driving no, around. No, we were going 95 down I-4 with not a car in front of us. <laughs> nice. It was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm kidding, just if anybody's wanting. <laughs> Please. Well, I, I, so I haven't been on a, a show in the last couple of weeks, so I know uh, I'm just, my me personally, wherever you guys are at in the U.S. or all over the world, just stay safe wherever you're at. Everybody take care of each other, and you know, we'll all get through this. So, uh, but... But before we get into our topic tonight, uh, Derek and Marissa already mentioned Nick, who's uh, Nick uh, Nick Cotton, who is the I guess he's the owner of uh, DVCResellMarket.com, and uh, Nick and Latoya and their staff. Uh, we'll talk a little about our sponsors since we have them on the show tonight. Uh, just DVCResellMarket.com. They are the number one DVC reseller in the world in 2019. If anybody didn't know that, our listeners, they sold 3,690 contracts, up from 2,986 from 2018. So congratulations, guys. Guys are killing it out there. Thanks. Uh, I think Marissa sold like three thousand of those. <laughs> totally. I guess Nick, you, got, you picked up the other six hundred and ninety, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> just get her scratch. Team player. <laughs> yeah. And their, their team is awesome. They include up to eleven former DVC sales guides. They have two DVC quality assurance managers. They have over one hundred years of combined experience. Over five hundred million dollars in sales. They even speak four languages. They have a staff that has people that speak four different languages on staff. So. Uh, if you're interested in buying, even though the parks are closed right now, uh, the, obviously the market's still open uh, to buy or sell your DVC contracts. Uh, check them out at uh, dvcresellmarket.com or call them at 1-844-DVC-PROS and let them know the Mickey dude sent you. Uh, you know, they, they've they been a sponsor of ours for a long time. Derek and Marissa have been on our show many times. We love having them on here. Uh, you know, during all these crazy times, they, they still support us. We love it. So check them out. They also have a great app on the Google, uh, the Google Play Store and the, uh, the Apple, the Apple Store, App Store. So uh, check them out as well if you want to search for uh, 
you know, while you're out on your walk, like Mike does at night, you know, scroll through, find your DVC contract right out for your walk. So check them out there, <laughs> dvcresalemarket.com. There's never a bad time to look for a contract. You never know you'll find something. Oh, I'm currently looking right now. There you go, say. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of sponsors, also, we, we can't forget uh, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea. You know, he said the parks are closed right now. You know, and if you're not getting your Disney fixed, you know, a great way to do that is to have a cup of Joffrey's coffee or tea. Uh, you could you could go to their website uh, and you could actually use their find your match option on the Joffrey's coffee website. And it will actually find, uh, you know, it'll help you sort out which kind of flavor uh, coffee you want to order. If you're not into a Disney blend, you want to have one of their other blends. It will help you find exactly what you're looking for. So head over to Joffrey's.com and, uh, you know, check them out. They've been a great partner of ours for a long time. And uh, we love them. We support them. They support us. It's a great partnership. So check them out, joffreys.com, or follow them on Twitter, Instagram, at Joffrey's Coffee. So uh, we thank them for, for Joffrey's and also DVC Resale Market for all their support, you know, over the years. Uh, and we can't thank them for enough. Uh, you know, we appreciate them. So uh, so now enough, you know, with the sponsor stuff. We, uh, we want to talk DVC, right? We got Derek and Marissa here. And Mike, you know, Mike's a DVC owner as well. Mike, you're at the Polynesian, right, I believe? Uh, Copper Creek. Crap, I, I got that wrong. <laughs> I always think you wanted the Polynesian. I don't know why, but I always want to see you. It would be nice. It would be nice. But I figure tonight, you know, with everything going on, you know, every the top news topic is, you know, COVID-19 and coronavirus. And, you know, there's so many, you know, unfortunate things going on. There's so many people that are sick worldwide and the things that are going on, people losing their jobs and, you know, the one thing we want to talk about is like once the parks do open, we don't even have a date of when the parks are going to open right now or even the resorts are going to open right now. You know, some people say June, some people say later. Right now, we don't know. Um, but how is this going to change how DVC is? Is it going to is it affecting new Riviera sales? Is it affecting resales? Is it affecting are people selling it because God forbid they lost their job or are people buying because it's a it's a good time to buy right now? I mean, how is how is this? you know, this crisis that we're all going through worldwide could affect how DVC is. I know I was not a DVC owner back during September 11th, but, you know, there was some resorts that were being planned that eventually got scrapped because of the September 11th attacks because Disney was closed. So we don't know what's going to happen. So I figured we'd start right now with Derek and Marissa. Just your first thoughts of what you guys have heard. What do you guys firstly think about the new sales of Riviera? I got some numbers I'm going to read to you real quick before the March numbers um, that have come out. Uh, so according to DVCnews.com, March 2020 saw 153,416 points sold for Riviera. That's DVC's New York resort. And it was second best uh, month in, the sa- in, in sales in its brief 12-month history. And the fifth consecutive month that Riviera sales topped the 100,000-point mark. So their sales were actually up before this pandemic kind of took over and closed the park. So... In your guys' opinion, you guys used to be former DVC guides. We don't have the numbers from DVC right now of what's happened since, you know, the parks have been closed and stuff like that. For new sales, what is, speculated, what do you guys think? Is this going to really affect, since the resort's not open to show, Saratoga's not open to have the, the uh, you know, the, the, the demo rooms to walk through. Like, how do you guys think is this going to affect uh, the new sales, first of all? And then we're going to get into the resales following that. What do you guys think about new sales first? Yeah, so I think, I mean, the the nice thing is when it comes to resale or new sales, we kind of trend similarly where our busy times of year are pretty similar to their busy times of year. So right before all of this happened, we were hitting some of our highest weeks of the year in sales as well. 
And I would imagine that would correlate with Disney directly just because a lot of this is gonna be spring break time. And it was a lot of like Florida spring break and East Coast spring break, which are gonna be the majority of the DVC buyers. So the good news for Disney is they kind of ended, were able to end off before closing on a high in terms of sales, which is excellent. And it's really, really good for all of our friends who are guides too, because at least they get a nice little payoff right now while they're under furlough. So that, that's been the one thing that's been really, really helpful to all of our friends who are working directly for Disney. Um, but yeah, I think because it was that spring break timeframe, it's a perfect storm to get your best Disney clients out there right in front of you. Um, unfortunately, as of um, the 18th of this month, they will furlough most of their DVC guides. So unfortunately they don't know when they're coming back. So that's kind of the bummer side of it. Um, but I think when they do, uh, I hope that it comes back just as strong. Cause again, we, we want to support them just as much because as long as Disney selling in general, that keeps us going as well. Right. Yeah, it's it's definitely a strange situation because like you had mentioned earlier, all of us here have worked at Disney for a very long time. I was there for almost 20 years. Marissa was there forever. Marissa and I used to sail the world selling DVC on cruises. So we have so many near and dear friends that are that are over there. And people think that sometimes there might be this, you know, quote unquote competition. But honestly, you know, we want to do whatever's best for that guest. So like Marissa said, when when they're doing great, we're doing great. You know, in a time like this, it is kind of strange because they can't sell. I mean, I was even kind of surprised and I shared with, you know, Marissa and Nick the other day that I said they can't even have their telesales department isn't even able to sell. So basically it kind of leaves us where a lot of people will ask us kind of right off the bat. And the first question is they'll either call us or they'll go email or they'll go on our live chat feature and say, hey, are you guys still open? Are you guys selling? And the answer is Yes, yes, and yes. I mean, it's kind of crazy, you know, and the fact that, you know, we're still working seven days a week. Again, we all work from home, so we're all set, uh, but we're still working seven days a week. Um, and just to give you kind of an idea, you know, people might think that it's super slow. And in these last few weeks, it's kind of ramped up. I mean, since, you know, we kind of got quarantined here in central Florida the last, you know, three, four weeks, we've sold, you know, over $3 million in Disney Vacation Club resale contracts. So, you know, just over the last, you know, day or so, I think we're up to 300 some thousand dollars just between yesterday and today. So we are very, very busy. And like you mentioned, it's definitely a buyer's market because we have Marissa and I talk about it all the time where it is for those folks that have always kind of thought about DBC and maybe didn't ever want to take the time to look at it. Now, if they're home, this is the perfect time. And I think that plays a big part in the fact of why we're so busy because they can take the time go on our website, watch the tutorials, do the research, do the video, read the blogs that are out there and realize that, you know what, when they're ready to go, they've already done all of their research. So that really is what's great about our site is right now, people can take the time, reach out to us with questions. Again, just because you reach out to us, it doesn't mean that you have to buy within the first five minutes of talking to us. You are more than welcome to, to do that, of course. But obviously, if you want to take your time and do your research, that's what we're here for, you know? So the market is very strong, you know, for, for, for buyers. It's definitely a buyer's market. So definitely, we are here to help answer questions for you during this very, very difficult time. And obviously, first and foremost, thank you to everybody out there, all those first responders, all those people that are in the grocery stores and, you know, on the front line of this absolutely insane, insane time that, you know, we cannot, cannot thank them enough because them doing what they do allows everybody to do what we do. So thank you to everybody.
Yeah, I think the I think the the people in Publix are like the unsung heroes in my neighborhood. Yeah, like they're they're out yeah. there like working crazy hours, like stocking the shelves, like Publix, you know, Walmart, you know, like your Home Depots, like all those places. Like they're just like they're, those guys are killing themselves. Yeah, I definitely uh, I hear you on that one. It's insane. It's crazy. So like, speaking speaking of like the resales, Derek and Marissa, like, so it, it is a buyer's market. I'm gonna throw like a quick personal story in like. You know, for example, I just recently upgraded my motorcycle. I was financially able to do it. I got an awesome deal at the dealership. A lot of people are not buying motorcycles right now. Like the, these vehicles are not moving. And I was able to kind of like do like a really good deal. Like I walked out of the dealership twice and literally they kept pulling me back in and like making me a better deal and a better deal. And it worked out well for me. You saying like this is a, this is obviously a buyer's market. What kind of contracts are we seeing like going? Are these like larger contracts? Are these people maybe selling that like possibly have had financial hardship because of this? Or is it just people or are, are people just bored and like just saying, oh, maybe I'll just surf the website and they got more time on their hands or like are these smaller contracts? Like what, what are we looking at? Like what, what are we kind of seeing in buying trends right now? Yeah. So the crazy thing is we just did our right of first refusal report for March. And I think a lot of people thought, okay, so if Disney's down right now, they're closed down, maybe they're not going to be looking at like right of first refusal. Right. And ironically enough, March was our biggest buyback month so far this year from Disney. So they, they bought back 26 contracts, which is pretty large from what we've been seeing over the past, probably six months spread. Um, so with that said, yes, there are some really, really great deals to be had. However, um, it's not like you can snag a Saratoga Springs for $20 per point. There's still going to be kind of that built-in minimum. And again, that's what our team is here for. We can see the trends and really help out with that. So that's why we always suggest reach out and we can really give some insight. Um, but yeah, me personally, I just added on a hundred Polynesian points because it just made sense. I've been wanting to do it for some time and we went ahead and do it, did it because it's the best price we're probably going to ever see a monorail resort. Um, our average right now for Polynesian, just for an example, Polynesian is averaging one, what was it, Derek, 136 or 126? I think it was around 136, which is almost like a $20 point difference from this time last year. Right. So it's crazy. So hint, hint for um, the other person on the line that was looking to get that Polynesian contract. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just double checked. So it's 136, whereas if we go back to like the last year, rolling 12 months, it's been anywhere from 155 to 145 is the average. So again, to be able to snag a Polynesian around that 130 per point range that's a pretty sweet deal right now um saratoga springs we're seeing uh still really nice prices a lot of like loaded contracts where you can get at lower prices which is a great thing um another one we're seeing is grand floridian where this summer we saw grand floridian peak as high as like the 190s per point and that's definitely dropping back down to the 160s 150s so again if you've been wanting to own at the grand floridian and kind of hoping that those prices will drop that's not a norm for this type of resort like Grand California, for example, is still staying extremely steady and strong um, because they're so limited. But Grand Floridian is one opportunity that, again, if you've been wanting to buy there, really, really good options there. But yeah, overall, it's it's kind of the beauty of Disney. And I think it's why so many people buy in here is because the beauty is, too, for sellers on the flip side. It's something that, yeah, maybe they've used this for the last 10, 15 years, and it's been great. And everything that's going on in life, maybe they needed to free up some cash. And what a fantastic way to do that, to sell something that, to be honest, most people who bought 10 or 15 years ago are breaking even or making a profit on this. Plus, they used it for 10 to 15 years of vacation. So what a great way to be able to free up some cash 
and to be able to do that in this current market where most assets, it's kind of questionable where the market's going to go at this point. So that's kind of the fantastic thing about Disney and Disney Vacation Club is it really does benefit both the buyer and the seller. It's a great way to vacation, but it's also a great way to take those vacations. And if you want to sell it in the future, you're still getting a huge amount back what you paid in for it. So we're really, really thankful to be able to help families on both sides of this. I think what attributes to some of our business, um, I actually had a family last week, they had a Disney cruise booked and they had $7,000 booked in that Disney cruise that was be, being refunded back. And they sat down and talked as a family and not everybody's going to be in this financial position, but they said, you know what, we can take this money and we can put it back in investments or the bank, or we can just put this towards future vacations and make a commitment once this is all done that us as a family, we're going to keep doing these Disney vacations just because our cruise got canceled doesn't mean our vacations for the future will. Mike, do you have anything? Uh, I mean, so you're you're a fairly new um, DVC owner. You bought it maybe a year or so ago, right? A year or two ago. What yeah. do you think about just perusing on the, the DVC resale market website? Like anything kind of stick out to you? You think about adding on or would this be a good time for you to add on? I mean, yeah, it, it would be a great time for me to add on. Uh, what keeps popping up is this smaller contract at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. My, my wife fell in love with Animal Kingdom Lodge when we stayed over there. And it's just such a hard resort to get into. And just seeing some of these smaller contracts and, you know, and it's the same use here. It just keeps popping up on my feed. Um, but it would be a great time to add on. Uh, I see, like, a lot of great deals going on right here. Uh, you, thought it was, you thought it was popping up on your feed a lot. Now you just said that. We're going to send it to you every five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same use here that I want. Small contract. It's it, it's just staring at me in the face. But, um, I, I mean, it's I think it's been on here for a week now. And I saw it earlier. But uh, sometimes these small contracts, I, I don't see them very often. And yeah. I'm seeing a couple now. As I'm yeah. going through the feed, it's what those are. Those are the ones. That, like if you see like a small contract, a fifty point, sixty point, or whatever it is, and it's something that like fits your needs, like you need to jump on those. Like those, yeah. those are like the ones that are just gobbled up so fast. Oh yeah, um, and especially like if it fits your use here, right? Because because yeah. you don't want to have two separate member numbers for you know one contract and then a smaller number of points. I mean, yes, people do it. I still don't know at the end of the day if they could redo it and have everything under one membership number. I think most members would do that so yeah if you can align up those that add-on contracts at least have the same use year then you can obviously combine points at seven months out from different resorts so yeah no it's it's it's, it's fantastic seeing like i mean i prove I, I go through all the resale uh listings all the time just like just to, for the heck of it and every once in a while a contract comes by that i'm like oh that's 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 uh that's interesting yeah, and it's and it's kind of funny too because some people wonder and we get asked all the time like hey are these prices going to drop are they you know again you can go on our site we have a blog you can see the average selling prices you know from last month you can even compare them over what they were from a year ago but even going through it that Nick had a great point on the blog that he wrote was saying hey you know what once that you know light at the end of the tunnel is given right like so let's say that you know they say again we don't know when it is but once they announce hey you know what the parks are going to be open on XX date. It looks like this is what we're shooting for. The resorts are going to be open on XX date. There is going to be such a pent up demand, right? For people to return to the happiest place on earth that probably, I mean, April is such a great bet to be able to try to find the quote unquote best deal. Because again, once yeah, yeah. you kind of see that light at the end of the tunnel, 
I think the demand and the response towards getting back to Disney World, it is what everybody's going to want to do. I wonder too, and again, maybe just guessing here, but I wonder just in terms of like the rolling and the opening and how they're going to start that. I wonder if they're going to start it any way of like, if they have to have limited number of people in the parks, if they'll do something like, hey, you have to have a reservation at a resort in order to go in for certain dates. Again, this is just yeah. a big guess, but I've been trying to think of like, what might they do when they open up? And that could be another thing that definitely, again, pushes more people to Disney Vacation Club to get in on that versus paying resort premiums on the cash route. Yeah, I could definitely say because they obviously with the opening of Galaxy's Edge out at Disneyland, where they required everybody to have a Disney hotel reservation out at Disneyland to get into Galaxy's Edge early. Um, I could kind of see that happening because you know they're not going. First of all, the staff isn't up to speed. You know, the college program is is not in session right now. The fall right. college program has been canceled, so they're definitely going to be down staff to begin with. And so obviously you got to get you got to get everybody back to work. You know, maybe people that were furloughed they might not be in the area anymore. You never know. I mean, people move away, so they might just limit to what they have for hotel rooms on property that people that can get into the parks. I mean, it's just starting it slow that way. So that's something I could definitely possibly see. But you know, we obviously, we don't have any inside information on that, but that yeah. is something that kind of makes sense where, I mean, obviously as local, as a local myself, you know, who has an annual pass might not like that as much, but it, you know, it's kind of like taking the, you know, the training wheels off, you know, kind of getting going yeah. slowly before, you know, yep. you can't go to hundred miles an hour right away. You know, nope. have, to, have to shut it down. So, no. But also, you know, you guys were talking about like you guys had a record week or, or like a really successful week of resales, and, you know, and, and sales at your company. Um, what do you guys see as like the the future of like DV that DVC will look like? I mean, obviously, the resales are, are working. The resales are there. The numbers don't lie. Now, when DVC comes back onto the line, the, the full time DVC staff selling the original contracts, you know, from Disney themselves. I mean, is DVC going to look the same? Is it going to be different? Are they going to maybe pull their prices? back a little bit possibly because of like the 17 million unemployed right now. Like, I mean, I don't know. We don't, we don't know right now. Do you, do you see DVC as maybe taking a step back? Do we see them possibly even scaling back resorts? I mean, because we just opened Riviera. Riviera's got like, I think 20% of the points are sold. That's about it right now, according to DVC uh, news. I mean, we broke ground on, on reflections. I mean, we've, we discussed this before the show started. Pre 9/11, we've had other resorts. Eagle Pines Resort that was supposed to be built out by the Eagle Pines Golf Course that was scrapped. I mean, what what does the future DVC possibly look like? I mean, is is this going to be like where they just you know they're going to try to sell Riviera, they're going to finish Reflections possibly, then kind of chill out for a while? I mean, what do we what do we think? What, what do we think we're looking at right now? That is a big question. A lot of points there, but you know, I just want to get your guys' take on it. I mean, you guys are on the ground with uh, selling the contracts. Yeah, so I, I, I will just say first and foremost, I think my biggest thing is even before any other resorts, um, you know, are they going to continue working on reflections or what are they going to do? Obviously, A, the first thing is, you know, they're going to go back to selling Riviera. For my guess would be that um, they're probably going to take, again, this is just purely speculation of doing it for a long time, is that they're going to come out with some probably pretty hefty discounts. Um, when it comes to getting those guests to go ahead and purchase. So I don't see, quote unquote, a price increase coming to Riviera, but I see probably some pretty big discounts when it comes to that. Uh, I think the thing that me just, you know, not only from doing this for a living for as long as I have, but being a member for 20 years. So I bought my membership in 1999 is I think I'm really curious on 
how they're going to, and Marissa kind of touched on it too, how are they going to handle this flood of excess points, yeah. right? I mean, what's going to happen to availability? I think to me is how are they going to handle this? And I've read so many different things online and you know, some of them make a tremendous amount of sense, but because Disney was great in the fact of, hey, you know what, if you borrowed points, you know what, we're gonna let you return those back to the use year. Or if you've banked points and you know what, you can take them back to the, so they're banking and borrowing, they were super flexible with that, but it's still gonna leave um, an inordinate amount of points in the Disney system that were unused. So how they're going to manage availability is probably the thing that, like you said, Joe, they, they can't just come back in and be ramped up you know, to 100 miles an hour. I just don't see that happening from a social perspective. So I think whether it's a, hey, you know what, we're going to launch and resorts are going to be at 50% capacity or 25%, 75%, anybody's guess, but that's still going to leave a huge amount of points left over in the system. I mean, I think I was reading something. I mean, we're talking like, you know, 10, 15 million points that should have been used that won't be used because Disney is basically losing, I think, anywhere between what, 30 to $40 million per day right now for being closed. So I think for me, just as a member, um, first and foremost, is just how are they going to handle the availability? I think someone mentioned and said, oh, you know what, they could maybe they could uh, uh, prohibit borrowing for a few years, because I guess it's in the contract that, you know, they have the right to prohibit borrowing. So is that something that they could do to kind of, you know, lighten, lighten the load? So I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. There's so many logistics that like, <laughs> in most cases, I think you can try to like figure it out. And this one is such a mystery. Um, and I think they're, again, I don't even know how much they're diving into that at the moment and figuring out, because I know a lot of like their top directors and salespeople are not working at the moment. So they've only kept on like a skeleton crew to even try to figure these things out. So right. it'll be interesting. And they're bringing people together in different like departments of DVC to do this. So it'll be interesting to see because they have to work with legal and marketing and the sales team. So it's not just the sales team that go, hey, let's do this. It's, it, there's so many moving parts to it. So it, it'll be interesting. I mean, we have a couple people on our team who worked um, at DVC during being the 9-11 uh, and both of them had like, of course, very low Septembers and then they had record breaking Novembers. So I think, again, th what's weird about our current situation is that limited of like human contact and how many people can be in a capacity of an area. That'll be different than the 9-11 example. But I think the desire to go back to Disney is so strong. And I mean, you can see that in the Facebook groups and the online chats and the Disboard, all of those things. You can see so much of that desire for people to want to go back to the magic. So I think that part will help. It's just a matter of how much will Disney allow that to go back or the social distancing be allowed to go back to where we can get some idea of where it's going to go. But yeah, it's hard to say. I think the good news is it's a local feel good place, right? So I think a lot of people for a while are gonna be afraid to travel internationally, but if you're yeah. gonna go somewhere in the US, I think most people are gonna have, if once that opens up and flights clear and all of that, I think most people are gonna have Disney on their bucket list. Now it's just a matter of how many people are gonna be allowed in. And that's one of the things too, you know, you guys have touched on about like the excess of points and wanting to get back at the same time. like. Everybody, like, on the message boards, like you just said, people are dying to get back into the parks. Like, it's like, 
you know, the, it, if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously a dar- diehard Disney fan. And we are all diehard Disney fans. And it's one of those things where it's just like, it's, I think DVC and Disney's going to be looked at differently. Like, I think one of the notes I had here on my, 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 my paper here was, um, I think for the next couple of years, I think you're not going to be as picky about where you're going to be able to stay because you're going to be lucky to get any kind of availability at all. Right. And it, even Mike had just said it, like Mike was looking at a contract for, for Animal Kingdom Lodge. He said, it's hard to get in there at certain times. Like you yeah. might have to purchase a resale contract to, in the next couple of years to get in certain resorts, possibly. Yep. You know, I, I love Saratoga. I was kind of joking about it. It's the easiest place to get into. You know, they're currently still under a, re, a refurb right now. I mean, I don't know if they're still doing construction during the shutdown, but like they have some of the buildings are close, so they're not even at 100% capacity. Yeah. And it's like you're going to be a lot of people being, for lack of a better term, being dumped into Saratoga. You'll be lucky to get anything because, like you said, the amount of points out there. And like Mike said, like people are going to want, like, their Disney vacations to be perfect still, and they might not get that experience because it's like, listen, you know, we're, we've got a three or four month backlog, and it's like, yeah. and it's it, it's also the fact that like I I just canceled the trip in July. I mean, we don't know when it's going to open. If it opens in June, there's a chance that amenities are not going to be available. So it's like I, I put that into perspective. I was like, you know, how can you uh, you know how can you book a dvc resort and be like hey i can't go in the pool when that's half the reason you you book it so like i canceled my july trip and rebooked for november because it's just you know we don't know we don't know how they're going to handle things and we don't know how they're going to handle points so it's like i'm trying to book vacations as we go so that way we have them booked and they can't tell me i can't go (laughs) well you wonder too how much of the cash inventory yeah. that they'll try to negotiate with Disney resorts, right? Because right now, Riviera is primarily cash inventory. But what if they were able to negotiate that for point usage? Things like that, that could open it up a little bit for the excess points. Or or maybe uh, if Reflections does open, maybe limiting the sales and, and just having DVC rooms just to put people. Right. And, you know, just, just something, you know. Because uh, you're going to have that influx. And, and it's, you're talking two months of, people's vacations you know that that need to be rolled over marissa has a really nice brand new house too. Oh. <laughs> i will accept point transfer it's an airbnb it's a dvc airbnb <laughs> so yeah and and i i think too we're also going to have which of course is just what we do in this day and age is there's going to be a lot of armchair quarterbacking so no matter what disney does people will say that was a great decision and people will say why didn't they do this why didn't they do that why For sure. they- yeah. so i think that's probably whereas i think we honestly need to look at it and say any glimmer of hope of saying you know what i might be able to return back to the magic kingdom or go to epcot or even mm-hmm. go to the resort and like you said you know what saratoga is great so yeah you might be staying at saratoga springs instead of using your vero beach points to try to get into the beach club during food and wine festival so just <laughs> I think hopefully we'll all just be happy with the fact that, that A, we're back and hopefully people are, you know, going to continue to be safe. And my biggest concern is I don't want to be the armchair quarterback that says, you know what, we took two steps forward and now we got to take four steps back. So yeah. I think that's, I would rather go go slow. So speaking of going slow, I mean, do you guys, you know, do you guys think this is going to, because even though DVC sales, the resales are doing great, 
you guys are obviously showing that. And obviously the sales were great on Riviera, like leading up until the shutdown. But do you think with them being closed and losing how many, was it $30 million or whatever the crazy number was, do you think this puts a stop on new resort building for a while? I mean, do you really think this is going to kind of like put the kibosh on it? I mean, they were expanding, like say, we need more rooms, we need more rooms. But if, if they're not going to have the capacity in the parks, you know, if this is going to be a long time coming back, do you guys think this is going to maybe slow down, you know, new resorts possibly coming online for DVC? It's hard to say, because again, I, I, my theory, my <laughs> in my head, thinking that they, they might have some sort of rule about having to stay on resorts. So they might see them be fully booked or as many to the capacity they're able to book. So I don't see that slowing down. And also, I mean... I think Disney still, if they can figure out the funding for it, they have to look at that bigger picture. And it might not be this year. It might be, not be the next couple of years. But Disney was getting to a point where they were so full and they were trying to strategize on what to do. That's why they were changing like the admission price on tickets on different days of the week or different times of the year. So I think they were getting so full of capacity where this might not that it's a good thing, but might actually give some sort of a break in terms of like allowing them to build up and have that space. Cause I think inevitably they're still going to need that space. And if they don't project that future, then it's just going to bottleneck again in the next few years. Now with, with, with regards to, you know, the resale contracts are still out there. A lot of people are going through some crazy times right now. You know, some people, some, a lot of people are losing their jobs or being furloughed and the income's not coming in and, a lot of times Disney vacations are, you know, it's it's a luxury. It's not obviously a necessity, uh, although we might feel that way. It's a necessity to go to the parks. But uh, do we see or do do you guys anticipate seeing an influx of contracts coming online to you guys for people selling? I mean, we I mean, it's great that you guys get that business and, and stuff like that. But do you see that possibility of that, that coming where you're going to see a lot of contracts coming online in the next couple of months where they're just like, you know what, we can't afford this anymore. Do we possibly see that happening? Yeah, so I think the message, and Derek, you probably feel the same. I think a lot of people right now, unless they've actually reached out to us, I think what people think in their heads is like, I'm absolutely not going to sell right now because who's going to buy it or I'm going to get nothing for it. Yeah, so right. a lot of the sellers we talk to, it's a lot of convincing because they're so afraid that they're going to just get taken when <laughs> realistically, it's there's still a healthy buyer's market. And again, kudos to Disney for that. Um, so I think anybody who is listening or thinking about selling, don't be afraid that like it's going to go for 20% less than it was last month. That's not the case. It's still a very healthy buyer's market. And so we're still seeing consistent sales to what we were seeing on pricing the last couple of months. Yeah, maybe like a five, possibly a 10% dip on price on some contracts. But for the most part, it's fairly consistent. So I think maybe once people and we spread that message, start to hear that there will be less of that fear. But I think there is a lot of that fear and apprehension at the moment. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to hold on till till this all shakes out. I, I probably worked a, a very long, magical filled day today. And I probably got that question, just like Marissa said, at least probably 20 times. And they would either come on chat or call or send an email and say, hey, so are you guys even selling anything right now? And we say, why? Are, are you looking to sell? And they're like, yeah, I've got some contracts to sell. I was just kind of curious what the market is. Am I going to take a bath on it? And when we explain to them and say, listen, since in the last seven days, we sold $1.4 million of Disney Vacation Club contracts. And they're like, wow. So the market is strong. And that's what we want to stress to those sellers. If you're thinking about it, again, what's great about us is, you know, it didn't cost anything to, to list with us, right? I mean, being number one in the world, if you want to list it, fine. There's no upfront fees for us to list it. We'll tell you how much we would list it for. 
we'll tell you how much we think it could probably sell for. So again, most listings sell for, you know, 90 to 95% of the of the listed price, but we'll walk you through that. And then you know what, if you're comfortable with it and you wanna throw it out there and see what happens with it, you have nothing to lose. So we've had folks do that and we've had their contracts sell in, you know, a couple of days and they reach back out and say, this was great. I'm so glad that I decided to reach out. So again, yeah, reach out to us. If you have questions, let us walk you through the process. It's super, super simple. All right, Derek, you're jumping, you're jumping on my next question here. So we're going to repeat a little <laughs> bit of what you said, but we talk a lot. We talk, we talk a lot on the show, even the other podcasts I'm on, we talk about always buying resale, buying resale, looking at contracts. Well, the contracts have to come from somewhere. So <laughs> you guys obviously sell them as well. So just for our listeners out there, you know, what, just what is, if there is some reason where either you're tired of your Disney vacations or you just can't do it anymore or you can't afford it, everybody's situation is different. Just... Real, real briefly, what's the process if somebody wanted to list a contract with you guys? Can you just briefly just inform us, like, what's the steps, the fees, how long it takes, the listing times? Just anything to clarify the questions that, you know, maybe somebody has who's possibly looking at selling a uh, their, their contract out there. Yeah, so, it, I mean, it's super simple. And that's the great thing. Our team, we're all former Disney employees. So we know the process really well. Our contract managers are literally just hired to manage the contract and the pipeline of the process. And they all used to work as uh, quality assurance managers at Disney. So we really do make it as simple as possible. But basically, next steps, if somebody did want to list, reach out to us. Mention Mickey Dude so we know where you came from. We love to figure out what podcast you're listening to and where you heard us from. But for example, you can email me. Our emails are very simple. It's just my name. So it would be Marissa, M-A-R-I-S-S-A at dvcresellmarket.com. Uh, mention Mickey Dudes and then Derek and myself will assist you. But basically what happens there, like Derek said, is we'll walk you through current market, where the comps are, what things are selling for, what to list for, and then what to expect to negotiate. And as soon as we get your contract listed, there's 11 of us here and we all work to sell your contract. So it'll either be myself or one of the other 10 agents reaching out saying, hey, we've got an offer. Um, typically 90 to 95% of our listings sell within 30 days or less. And then once we get a buyer, we go under contract. So closing from start to finish takes anywhere from about 50 to 80 days. Again, once we get that buyer, it goes through Disney's route of first refusal, which I'm sure many buyers have done research on. As a seller, it's a win-win. If Disney buys your contract, they have to pay whatever your buyer was going to pay. So Disney has the right to say, hey, I like that contract. I'm going to grab it. The seller gets paid the same way either way. If they pass on it, then it's closing like a very simple traditional real estate. We have a title company, sends out closing documents. They hold the buyer's fund in escrow. It closes, redeeds, and then funds are sent out to that seller. So really, really easy process. Again, about 50 to 80 days. We charge just commission based on the proceeds of the sale. So like Derek said, nothing up front, no fee to list. It's eight and a half percent off the proceeds of your sale. And then the only other fee involved is just the Disney fees, which in total are $20 for right of first refusal. Disney doesn't stopple. It's $150. So in total, it's $170. So those things come out of the proceeds at time of closing. And everything is done electronically, right? I mean, everything can be done through email. Like I, I, well, I purchased resale contract before. Everything was, a lot of it was done through email and PDF formats and signing things. Like for the most part, things are done electronically, correct? Yes, nobody has to fly out to Florida. So it's really easy. Um, the only extra step a seller has to do is get a notary, but we even have remote online notaries for that too. So pretty much everything can be done in the safety of your home. That's great because we always so we always talk about buying 
you know, buying contracts and stuff. But you know what? There might be somebody out there who, you know, maybe need to sell it. You know, it's, right. everybody has like you know, falls in hard times or just doesn't want to do it anymore or finds other interests, you know? So it's always We'd a good way. We'd have nothing to buy if there was nobody selling. That is true. So we need you. So it's going to be very, you know, it's gonna be, I mean, Mike, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but it's going to be really interesting going forward with seeing like once things get back up to speed, you know, A, seeing like, contract prices what we just talked about tonight and what's going to be disney's contract prices and deals and specials that are going to be out there and how they're going to handle you know the resort capacities and the park capacities it's going to be we're gonna have a ton of news to report on going forward i know marissa and derek will probably be super busy you know with you know selling <laughs> contracts and stuff but i mean i don't know what your thoughts are mike about what you think is going to be happening you know once things get back online i mean just get your final thoughts before we uh close out on a happier note yeah uh so I could see a lot of uh, incentives being offered for from Disney. That's for yep. sure. And then uh, I, I could I could definitely see some perks going towards some members. You know, some some you know more perks that uh, were maybe offered in the past, and maybe just sh shuffling around perks so it gives more people incentive to buy. That's for sure. I think that's definitely going to be like the window of yeah. what we're going to be looking at. Great, great point. So, you know, a lot of this has been not the most pleasant topic to talk about tonight, but we figure we have a little bit of fun with our guests tonight. So, uh, Eddy, our, you know, one of our, our main hosts, uh, gave me the idea tonight to have a little fun with Derek and Marissa and uh, Mike. Then Mike decided to hop on the call here to just ask maybe uh, just a little DVC fill in the blank questions here. So, <laughs> we have 10 very quick questions. And we just want to get your guys, it's going to be, you know, my favorite DVC resort is blank. And just spit out, you know, what you guys think, you know, of each question and just have have a little bit of discussion here. So, uh, Derek, Marissa, and Mike, uh, first of all, what is uh, what is your favorite DV DVC resort, each of you? Go ahead. Who gets to go first? You, whoever, ladies first, if you like. Nope. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> guest first, guest first. All right. Guest lady, uh, guest first. Thanks. Um, mine is Grand Floridian. Mine is mine is Vero Beach. All right, oh, Mike. Uh, mine is uh, Saratoga Springs. There you go, out of boy. Uh, my least favorite DV DVC resort is blank. Oh God. Mm. <laughs> and I have to go first. Oh man, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Ladies first. Mm. Ladies first. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. I'll get through this. Um, so rough. So I'm all about like the decor, <laughs> I guess, because I'm a girl. Um, I don't like Bay Lake Tower. I, the location is great. I just don't like the decor. That is exactly my answer. I just think it's a little cold and a little clinical. The location's awesome, but yep, I agree with my neighbor. Uh, oof, I'm stuck between two. Uh, I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. I love Jumbo House, but I'm not too crazy about Kidani. Uh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. And then... Uh, Beach Club. I, I, I honestly didn't like Beach Club too much. Uh, I'm sorry. I think your mic just cut out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I thought it was a little too <laughs> overcrowded. Yeah. I thought it was a little overcrowded. Yeah. Or so I could, yeah, I could so the best DVC resort for couples is blank. Oh. Oh, me first again. Man. Um, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I would say beach club because then you've got a really cool pool and it's, you can walk around the boardwalk at night and walk into Epcot at night. 
I say Polynesian. There's nothing better than floating in the pool and looking at Cinderella Castle and even laying on the beach and watching the fireworks at night. And you get that view of the Grand Floridian at night, which is prettier than the Grand Floridian during the day. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, something not on Walt Disney World. I'm going to go Alani. Oh, yeah, that was the best. Adult-only pools, (laughs) adult-only hot tubs, you know, great time. Yeah. All right, best DVC resort for families. I would say Vero Beach. We had an awesome time in February there. Yeah, I think for me, with with my kids, I mean, I'm going to go, sorry, Mike, I'm going to go with the beach club just because I think that pool is just knock your socks off. And I think being able to just run over to Epcot super quick, I just think yeah. that, that 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 location and all, all the stuff across the boardwalk with the jugglers and the firewalkers and all that stuff, yeah. I go beach yeah. club. I think, I think being a couple, maybe with a family, uh, beach club would be better, but I, I like Jumbo House for families. Or, yeah, Jumbo House is great. All right, so... Ha- Halfway through right now, the most overrated DVC resort is blank. <laughs> well, Riviera. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to say more, Derek? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd probably say Riviera only for the reason just because I just was a little underwhelmed by the quote unquote, you know, uh, Grand Floridian of Epcot, Epcot. unquote. <laughs> Uh, I haven't stepped foot in Riviera yet. I've only seen walkthroughs. Uh, That's right. You'll be underwhelmed. So, <laughs> yeah, the, wa- the walkthroughs weren't that great. But um, <laughs> I think I'm, everybody hyped up Kidani House. And uh, I, I just I didn't like it at all. I think that one's really hyped up. Kidani's very hyped. Right. Yeah. So we, we go overrated now. The most underrated DVC resort is blank. Oh, I... I'm using this one again. Um, Vero Beach or uh, Boulder Ridge. Oh, Boulder Ridge. Yeah. They just got to rehab those rooms at Boulder Ridge, though. But I'm going to go most underrated resort. I'm going to go Hilton Head. I love it. Stay there oh, every every Thanksgiving. It is just such a great resort. See, these are such great questions. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I think I'm going to piggyback on that Boulder Ridge Uh just just the the DVC lobby alone is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right, number 7, the best DVC pool is blank. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Alani. Well, I'm going to say a little known resort called the Beach Club. <laughs> uh I'm going to go personal favorite. I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with Turtle Pond Pool over at Old Key West. <laughs> All right, man. That's, that's, I've been there. Hey, that that uh, that snack bar is awesome. Yeah. They got some good sandwiches. The gurgling suitcase, brother. Yeah, yeah. gurgling suitcase is fantastic, too. So so this next question is, and it, it, it's not the value of the room, okay? But the best extra perk of owning DVC is blank. So it could be like events it could be discounts it could be you know, it's not not the rooms but what is the best extra perk i guess something they could take away from you um ooh, i have two uh free parking because that's crazy um the parking costs yeah and top of the world match is awesome oh it's nice yeah i'm gonna go with well i mean obviously it's like 
yes, you're paying for it, but the rooms, you know, when you get to have kids and you stay in like a one bedroom with a door and a bathroom and a jacuzzi tub, uh, I'd go with probably the actual accommodation because you're not staying in a hotel room. Um, that's what I'm going to go with. Okay, so doors. And <laughs> <laughs> doors, a washer and dryer, a jacuzzi tub, and free parking. Is that four things or five? <laughs> Roll that into one. Mike, yeah. what do you got? Um, I'm going to go with community halls. Oh, see, mm. why didn't I think of that? Yeah. And they're always empty. Why are they always empty? Oh, I love. It's true. I love the... We spent like four hours on ping pong the last time we were at Yeah, <laughs> and the shuffleboard over at Saratoga Springs has my name all over it. Oh, it's so good. The mini golf at Vero Beach. Oh, so good. All right, number number nine. We're almost done here. The <laughs> next, the next DV, the next came and talked to it. The next DVC resort theme should be blank, excluding reflections. So if there will be one after that, what should the next theme the resort be? Uh, ski resort in Colorado. Oh, wow. That's a good one. I'd like something like the Greek Isles, like a Mykonos type of a feel with the white and the blue. Uh, Before I owned DVC, my favorite resort was uh, Riverside. So in addition to Riverside, uh, DVC-wise, that would be awesome. All right. (laughs) And last but not least, everybody knows on this show I'm a huge fan of Saratoga Springs. So what is your favorite characteristic of Saratoga Springs? (laughs) <laughs> well, I, just wanna, I just want to i just want to validate myself so <laughs> so it was the first job i ever had at disney world and the reason i moved to florida so i always go back and have memories of that when i drive there <laughs> well you gotta say you gotta love being able to walk to disney springs sometimes i yeah. still call it downtown disney but i'll it's disney springs i think uh joe already knows that i back him 100 percent on saratoga um, I got two things. One, Turf Club. Yeah. Uh, yeah Turf, Cl- Turf Club Lounge is fantastic. And then um, the fact that it is a big resort, but all the pathways kind of connected together. So it's not like old Key West where you're all the way in the back and you have a long walk to the lobby. At Saratoga, if you're all the way in the back, you have like you can cut right through the golf course and you're there. Oh, yeah. That's true. You just gotta look at the maps, but it's not as bad of a walk as you'd think. It's know? not. It's it's actually a lot smaller with the pathways. But so I had to throw that in when everybody knows I love Saratoga. <laughs> so I think I just want to get your guys' take on it. So, but uh, so I just want to have a little bit of fun tonight. You know, we, you know, a lot of it was a heavy topic. So I was like, you know, let's get Marissa and Derek's take and, and Mike's take on just some fun DVC facts out there. So. When you guys are considering, you know, DVC resale, you know, these guys have their favorites and their least favorites and, you know, they'll help you find what you, you know, (laughs) the perfect contract for you out there. So we're not afraid to share them. So we're not like some kind where you ask a question and we'll say, oh, you know what? They're all great. It's no, no, no. We're probably too honest. So, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Nick's probably going to be like, will you stop being so honest? Please. <laughs> well, do you guys do you guys have anything else to add? I mean, we appreciate you guys taking time out of your night. We know you guys have worked a full day, you know, doing what you guys do and uh, coming on our show tonight and you know spending you know a good mm-hmm. hour with us tonight talking DVC and what we th- think the future is going to hold and stuff like that. So, you know, we can't thank you guys enough for always being on our show, and being our great guests. So, do you guys have anything uh, anything to close out tonight's show with? No, I mean, I just 
want to quickly say before Marissa does, I just want to say thank you again for having us on. We always get so excited when we get an email from you or Pat and says, hey, you know what? We'd love to have these guys back on. So Marissa and I always absolutely love it. And tonight was great because you know what? So much of right now is kind of, you know, what's going to happen. And it's about numbers and economic decisions. So we really appreciate you kind of putting like the perfect little uh, nightcap on today by just kind of going back to what we all love about Disney. So Thank you for doing that and putting a big old smile on this big giant man's face. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, thanks for having us. We lo- we actually love doing these podcasts because we get to know so many listeners after this. So that's super fun for us to have people go, hey, I heard you on the Mickey Dudes and email and ask questions. So feel free right now, like Derek had said earlier, it's such a good time. Whether you are looking to sell and you just need some advice and somebody to hold your hand and walk you through that. Or if you're looking to buy and say, hey, I've been going to Disney for years. Now I actually have the time to sit down and watch the videos and do the research. Let us know. We are literally no pressure. Like we'll walk you through. We all used to present this um, at Disney directly. So we'd love to just give you all the insight on it. And if it's a good fit for you, awesome. We'd love to see a welcomed home on your first Disney trip after all of this. And if it's not a good fit, that's okay too. But yeah, we'd love to get to know you. So make sure you let us know that you came from the podcast here. And Mike, you got anything to uh, close out Mike and Jeff? Cause Jeff is behind the, uh, the controls tonight. You guys have anything else to, uh, to close out tonight's show with? Uh, pretty much just looking forward to be sitting by the pool with a drink in my hand. And uh, I hope everybody stays safe. And thank you to all those, uh, those first, resp- uh, first responders, mm-hmm. nurses, Yes. You know, every uh, essential workers, man. Thank you so much for everything that you do. And I just the the light is at the end of the tunnel. I promise we'll right. be sitting uh, at Stormalong Bay or or Paddock Pool or wherever it is with a drink in our hand, uh, discussing whether or not we're going to go to a Disney park today. Yeah. We are. It's it's at the end of the tunnel. It's coming soon. I promise. Right. You probably won't be at Stormalong Bay because it's too crowded. No, I'll yeah, be you'll, at, you'll be over at Old Key West or Saratoga. Probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> most likely. I'll, I'll be at a I'll be at Grandstand Pool. There you go. Jeff, you got anything to finish out here? Yeah, I wouldn't pay attention to you guys. I was busy working at my uh, boardwalk uh, contract. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you could spell Pretty my sweet name. Deals. E-R-E-K. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for our show tonight. Uh, Marissa Derek, just uh, once again, just tell everybody where they can find you guys, email addresses, and contact info. Yeah, so you can go to our website, dvcresellmarket.com, and our emails are really simple. Mine is Marissa, so M A R I S S A at dvcresellmarket.com. Derek? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll get mine, too. Yeah, mine is just Derek, pretty simple, D-E-R-E-K, at DVCResellMarket.com. And again, anytime you send any question, anything like that, just please be sure to let us know that you heard us on the Mickey Dudes. Hey, Mike, where can find you? Where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can definitely find me over at Instagram, at Years of Happiness. Uh, we don't post as much as we used to, but we're going to start getting back into it. Jeff, what about you, boss? Sure, Braindead92 on uh, Twitter and Braindo on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at Joe Quat, on Twitter at Joe Quat. You can find me over at the uh, resortloop.com DVC Roundtable Show. And uh, you can find the Mickey Dudes. We're on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all your podcasting networks at the at the Mickey Dudes. So check us all out there. I can never remember which ones are at the Mickey Dudes at the Mickey Dudes pod, but just search us. You'll see our logo and uh, follow us there. So uh, for everybody here, everybody stay safe out there. You know, live your best life. Follow instructions. We'll all be fine. We'll get through this. 
And uh, we'll talk to you guys during the next show. Have a great night, guys. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.